Welcome to another episode of TLB Talk Radio. The title of today's show is Control the Internet and You Control... Let me read that again. Control the Internet and You Control... And what does that dot, dot, dot usually mean? It usually means there's a whole lot following that, right? Okay. The title of today's show again is Control the Internet and You Control... And this is a show for Sunday, November 5th, 2023. And yes, this is episode number 90. And it has been a while since I've been doing this live show. <clears throat> I had originally, when I originally met John Statmiller years ago, he had asked me to do a show on RDN. And I had told him I just don't have the time. I'm already doing two other shows every single week. And I have five websites I need to take care of and a lot of interconnection between those websites and running a network. I could not do a second live show on his network. 
So instead, what John did was he invited me in to be his guest. And this was on a Thursday evening, or Thursday afternoon, the first hour of his show on Thursday. And the next week, he invited me again because last week we had had such a good discussion. And then the following Thursday, he asked me to come on again because we had pretty much started something that should probably be continued as far as the topic went. At which point, I said to John, John, is this your way of getting me on your show every single week with the inevitability of me doing my own show on your network? And he didn't say anything. He just laughed. But what he did do a couple of days later was he got into his car in mid to southern Texas and drove all the way to northern Arkansas, where Roger lives, and pulled up in his driveway Walked up to the um, <clears throat> my porch where I was standing, totally amazed. Shook his hand, shook my hand, looked me right in the eyes, and he said, "Now I know you. Look, John passed away almost two years ago, about two years ago, and we wish <clears throat> both myself because John was my partner in TLV Talk. He was the media director. He helped us to build this project." John was a personal friend. John's loss hit me very hard. One of the things that I agreed to do in the wake of that happening was what John had been asking me to do for over a year. And yes, I went through an entire year of doing every Thursday the first hour of his show. So stepping up and doing an hour show on my own after John's passing was something I felt um, I could do to show my respect for John. Am I sorry I did this? No. Do I like the audience? Yes. Do I like the platform? I will do everything I can to help RBN stay up and running. That's what John meant to me. That's what RBN means to me. Do I have other platforms that I work with? Yes. Do I have other radio shows that I do on other platforms? Yes. Do I have the closeness that I had with John? Oh, on Shake and Wake, I do. I've known the owner of that one a whole lot longer and has been a very good friend. But John was one of those people who would pull. He'd drive hundreds of miles, almost a thousand miles. I think it's like 800 miles to come up and just look me in the eye and shake my hand and sit down in my living room and chat with me. If you don't think that's not impressing, it is. But why do I bring this up instead of the topic? Because we are coming up on, all right, let me, let me give you just a little bit of background, okay? This is the second annual John Statmiller book drive. Two years ago today, RBN lost its great leader, John Statmiller. While his, he, uh, excuse me, his talk radio legacy remains and will continue to echo deep into our dystopian future, he also left behind a great bounty of literature. John had some phenomenal books, or yes, and they're still there. Starting today, November 5th, 2023, RBN will be conducting its second annual John Statmiller Book Drive. Please help to keep RBN alive through your participation in this book drive. What is it? The book drive will run from November 5th through January 8th of 2024. Okay, so right after the beginning of the year, a little over the first week into January, that will be the end of the book drive. So the book drive runs from today until January 8th, 2024. All right, what do they ask? Donations of $100 or more taken from November 5th through January 7th will provide the donor with an opportunity to to receive a book previously owned by John Statmiller. And again, this guy put together one hell of a library. The available book of the week will be posted in the RBN newsfeed every Monday and announced by various hosts throughout the week. Every Sunday night, there will be a drawing from the list of qualified donors, and the winners will be announced in the second hour of Off the Beaten Path with Steve Elkins. And that's at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
Books will come with an RBN business card and an RBN bumper sticker. I don't even have a car, and I want one of those bumper stickers. (laughs) If you don't win a book, your name will carry over to the next week's drawing. So just because you didn't win a book that week doesn't mean you're out of the running. This policy will continue until the drive ends on January 7th, 2023. This week's book, By Way of Deception, The Making and Unmasking of a Mossad Officer. Listen to me. I'm going to read that title again. That's this week's drawing book. By Way of Deception, The Making and Unmasking of a Mossad Officer. By Victor Ostrovsky. Yeah. Is that a book worth reading? Anybody who's looking at what's going on around them in the world today should have that sitting on their shelf. I've got to tell you something. Is it worth reading? Yes. So if you're going to figure out which one of these you want to enter, I would say the first one they're putting up, the one right now, is one of the best ones I've seen in their book drives. Why? Well, my producer, Sam, said it to me right before we started the show. He said, Roger, look at what's going on around us. Can you think of a better book to put up? And I know, Sam, you won't answer me, but that's what you said. And thank you, Sam. That was perfect. Okay. The link to this page where I got this information will be in the article that I publish every single Monday with this show embedded in it. You will have a link right to this drive. Please go. If you were a friend or a fan or a liker of John Statmiller and the shows he did Monday through Friday, which were phenomenal, then help keep his memory and his network alive. Okay? And there's a good chance you might be able to get a book that's phenomenal. I have seen a lot of the titles that John had, and I didn't find one. Well, I might have found one or two out of all of them that I probably wouldn't read. But that's pretty good when you consider how many books John actually had. John and I did tend to think alike in a lot of ways. And again, this is about my friend keeping his name alive and keeping the network alive. So go donate, qualify for the drawing, and let's see who comes up with this book, because you may be competing against me. (laughs) All right, let's get into the show. All right, the title for today's show, again, is Control the Internet, and you control dot, dot, dot. All right, let's wind our way through the rest of the opening, and then we will jump into that particular topic. TLB Talk Radio is sponsored by TLB Project's newest project, and you're all pretty much aware of that by now, and that's the social media website, TLBTalk.com, of which John Statmiller was the media director when we were putting this together. Come and join us and say what you know needs to be said. And other than RBN, there are few other places other than TLB Talk where you can actually say the things that need to be said. As usual, before we get started, I'd like to once again thank RBN. I would also like to thank Annie at Shake and Wake Radio, who is a huge fan of RBN, and also replays my RBN show on her network every Thursday. Also, I have a show on her network called Eagle's Eye Report, which is on Wednesday from 3 to 4 p.m. Central. And these are two platforms, RBN, Shake and Wake, but by a larger degree, RBN, because it's a bigger network and been around longer. Um, These are two significant platforms that help to get the TLB Project's message out on a weekly basis. Do we appreciate these platforms? Does it sound like to you? We do? Of course we do. Absolutely. I'm going to ask you one more time to do something else, and then we're going to jump into the show. Yeah, I really had to bring the stuff in about John's book drive, because again, that book in itself makes that drive worth it. But do me a favor. If you are somebody who does donate, but you don't do it on a regular basis, that's fine. You're appreciated. You really, really are. And I'm not knocking you for that at all. What I'm about to tell you is, and you may have all heard this before, but those of you that haven't, it's worth listening to. If you donate $25 this month and two months from now you donate 15 and then three months after that you donate 60 and then 
What I'm asking you to do is figure out what you average over the course of a year in donations total. Take that number and divide it by 12. If it's 120 and you divide it by 12, it's $10 a month. The next time you go in there, do yourself and RBN a favor. Click the little box that says make this a reoccurring donation and put that $10 in there. You haven't put in any more than you usually do over the course of a year. But what you have done is you have given RBM the ability to give you bigger, better, better, faster. You all hear me say that every week. I'm going to tell you what that means. That means if they know that they're going to have $10 every single month coming in from you, and enough of you do that, they have a solid budget from which they can give you bigger, better, better, faster. If you are sending, I don't know, a little here, a little there, are you appreciated? Yes, you are, but they never know when the next one's going to come in. So how do you go out and increase the services that you need to provide bigger, better, better, faster, unless you're sure you have that money coming in. So again, let's lock that into place. Let's make it so that RBN knows they're going to have $10, $7, $6 a month coming in from you. And when enough of you do that, RBN gets bigger, better, better, faster. It's already good. Could you imagine it better? Let's work for that. Again, Look into a monthly reoccurring donation. Doesn't have to be any more than you usually donated over the course of the year, although I recommend that you do if you can. But at least in this fashion, they know they can give you better services. All right. <clears throat> I go through that every week, and I'm hoping at least one or two of you each week <laughs> get you onto that and actually do it because it is something that would help RBN. And again, even if you don't give them an extra penny, knowing what's coming in every single month gives them the ability to help you end themselves. I, I will always state that the message I bring to you is not entertainment, nor is it baseless guesses or remote possibilities. Most of what I deliver in your face, here we go, is reality, recorded facts, and an inevitability depending on our course of action. You've all heard me say this, so I won't beat it up too hard today. Don't tell me it's our or, or their course of action that we need to know about. We know about their course of action. What the heck do you think we're telling you every week? We're hour in to hour out. How many shows on RBN and other platforms out there, other platforms, are telling you each week what their plan is? What we don't know is what our actions are. Well, we haven't gotten together enough people to form a consensus on our actions. So until we are aware of what our actions need to be, then we're still fighting an uphill battle. Okay? So this is something we work towards in the Liberty Beacon Project. To give you the information and the knowledge you need to work out what we have to do. And a little bit of that is entered into every show. Okay, so um, again, please do me a favor. If you get a chance, go in and do a reoccurring donation. I had to throw that in there one more time for RBN. Okay, as usual, links to applicable references and articles are always included in the article containing this archive show published Monday on the LibertyBeacon.com in the show article. And all you got to do is go to the website. Click on it, go in, and you will have a link to the information for John's book drive as well as this show. You can listen to it again. It'll be embedded. And any articles I may have used to put this show together as well. All right. So let's roll into this show. TLB Talk Radio. Control the Internet and you control dot, dot, dot. How about a few opening comments, okay? Let's throw a few things your way. How many of you depend on the Internet for daily functions? How many? How many of you are attending school or college classes on the Internet? How many? How many of you bank and pay your bills on the Internet? How many? How many of you run or work for a business online? How many? How many of you run an online daily information or news website? How many? 
How many of you need the internet to keep in touch with friends? How many? How many of you are getting medical treatments on the internet, which is not unheard of today? How many? How many of you use the internet for relaxation or entertainment? How many? Etc. 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 And my last question. What if it went away tomorrow? And what am I talking about? The internet. So let's proceed. Considering the current level of absolute chaos, <coughs> excuse me, and tyranny spanning the entire globe today, it is getting more and more difficult to focus on one main driver amongst the many. Driver, what do I mean by that? What's driving all of this chaos and tyranny? Okay? And not being able to focus on one because of so many or so many starting each day which drag your attention away. This is intentional and it's called misdirection or redirection. What you and I have been accused of lately a lot. But what our government, the people we hire, the people we elect, the people we pay, and their deep state, okay, who are actually their bosses, not you and me, that's what they call it when you and I step up to tell the truth, and we need to be shut up because what we're saying is misdirection or redirection. What I'm telling you, okay, and I will go through that again, considering the current level of absolute chaos and tyranny spanning the entire globe today, it is getting more and more difficult to focus on one main driver amongst the many. It is intentional. It is called misdirection or redirection. So what are these provocateurs and tyrants doing today that require your attention if you are aware enough to seek the answers? What what are they trying to hide with misdirection or redirection? How about our open southern border? How about the nightmare scenario that puts America into considering the unstopped influx of terrorists, human traffickers, drug cartels, known to be coming across our border illegally and in massive numbers. We've known this for three to four years and everything that could possibly be done to keep that flow from being stemmed, not to stem it, to keep it from being stemmed has been done. Now, you tell me how that benefits we the people. And if you can come up with a positive answer, I'm going to kiss your naked butt on Broadway at high noon and let you sell tickets. So there's your first tyranny. Let's continue. What about regional wars that serve only those who seek global control and power? The amount of graft, the amount of corruption, go to the Liberty Beacon, put in um, Ukraine and hit enter. The amount of corruption in the Ukraine is absolutely insane. The tens, if not hundreds of billions of dollars that are being dumped into that company, I mean, that country on a regular basis is graft and thievery and cheating beyond anything you can imagine. How much of that actually goes to protect the citizens of Ukraine? Did you know we're paying the pensions that they can't pay? No, the money's not going to support them in a war effort. We're paying pensions. Meanwhile, we can't afford to secure our southern border, but we're paying pensions in the Ukraine. Are you listening to me? So, again, these wars, they're not there to benefit you and me. They're obviously there to benefit those who feel they own and rule this planet. So, again, what about regional wars that serve only those who seek global control and power? What about a war in, I don't know, Gaza right now? I'm not going to sit here and judge one side or the other because I definitely have a side I would defer to. What I am telling you is this, okay? If you think, and Roger worked for the military-industrial complex and the military for over 30 years— if you think there's even a snowball's chance in hell that Israel was taken by surprise, 
on the seventh, you're a freaking moron. In order to accomplish the type of attack they say was done, it would have taken pre-planning of months. You're talking about Israel, which has the best intel services. That's what they brag up, and it's probably pretty damn close to true. On the entire planet, didn't know about it until the day it happened, until it was actually underway, until they actually rolled across the border, until they actually came down in their parachutes. Are you freaking kidding me? There is no way in hell that is true. But that war was necessary. It was necessary to accomplish certain things that the elites wished to accomplish, and there was no other way to do it. So I'll state that one again. What about regional wars that serve only those who seek global power and control? What about it? Okay. What about the next one? Um, the big issue here is the control issue. Okay. So how about a massive uptick in sudden unexplained deaths globally among the COVID vaccinated? And it would seem that every time I start to see news about unexplained deaths or sudden deaths, some other disaster happens or the focus is put on another disaster to get you away from understanding the rising number of people that are dropping dead for no apparent reason across the planet. Gee, do you think it means anything that, I don't know, 99.999% of them are fully vaccinated? But you shouldn't really know about that and you shouldn't talk about that, right? And you shouldn't talk about I don't know what is impossible in these new regional wars. And you shouldn't talk about the border being open and all of the terrorists probably being planted in specific places in this country waiting for a go order. You shouldn't talk about that. How about the global economy? A global economy being purposely sabotaged to seriously undermine regional economies. I don't know if you remember this, but during the quote-unquote pandemic years, what did we see? We saw ships backed up in ports. We saw ships that couldn't get through the canals. We saw ships that couldn't get. And we saw almost a decimation of global transportation of goods for an extended period of time. I'm going to tell you what that was called. Not by me, not by you, but by them. That was called the dry run. You have to understand, things have to be choreographed. And in order to choreograph them, you have to have some sort of an idea of how that mechanism is actually going to function in the real world. And that gave them the perfect chance to mess up global shipments of just about anything you can think of and then predict the long-term and short-term ramifications. Not a joke, people. How about a system of education being purposely destroyed right before our eyes along with parental rights? Yeah. Your kids can come home today and they can tell you flat out, I want to do this. And if you say no, I can go talk to my counselor tomorrow and they'll have me out here somewhere else where they'll treat me right in a heartbeat. So you better do what I say. Do you think I'm kidding? If you live in Washington state, you don't think I'm kidding. And there's a few other states out there where that's a law. Yeah. Okay. And how about an elitist plan? Oh, we'll be back in a minute. are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. HempPaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit HempPaste.com slash RBN. Go to RepublicBroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. With remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. BlackoutCoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for Truth, Liberty, and Balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funds. And we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how I could talk without speak, but I do understand in the reference of that song. Um, look, uh, again, TLB Talk was something that John believed in, John Stadmiller, and John worked with me to put together. So, again, on a day like today, that has special meaning to me. If You've been kicked off of any social media platform. If you've been blacklisted, if you've been blackballed, if you've been, it doesn't matter, shadow banned, 
And you need a place where you can, say, put a group back together or a page back together because you can't show it where you're used to, you know, where you were used to being able to. Then go to TLB Talk, invite your friends, make your group again. And as long as you are not breaking the law, you will not be kicked to the curb. Now, if you piss a bunch of people off and they block you, that's all on you. But the point here is the only thing that gets you kicked off of TLB talk is by breaking the law. If you put the platform in danger by doing illegal things, then, yes, we will kick you to the curb. But if you are voicing your opinion and it is not in any way illegal, then that is your right within this country. It is. Or it should be your right as a human being anywhere on this planet. And we welcome Everybody on this planet. As a matter of fact, a few people in our central or excuse me, in our senior staff are from outside of the United States. So this project truly is global. <clears throat> OK, as we left, I had just given you the point that says, excuse me, uh, how about it? system of education being purposely destroyed right before our eyes, along with parental rights. In which I was explaining nowadays, your children can tell you, you either do what I say or I won't be around much longer. And the more states that pass this type of insanity, the less rights that parents will have going forward. And I think that the drive behind this is for more people to decide if this is the way it's going to be. I'm not going to have children. And I'm not joking. This stabs a dagger into the heart of the family unit. And if you can destroy the family unit, taking a society under your control becomes a hell of a lot easier. Not joking. And how about an elitist plan to ensure that the Internet becomes their most powerful tool to break and totally enslave humanity? Those they deem useful enough to live. Why do I say that? Well, let me read the first part again. And how about an elitist plan to ensure that the Internet becomes their most powerful tool to break and totally enslave humanity? Enslave what part of humanity? Those they deem useful enough to live. An elitist caste is not going to kill off all of humanity and have no servants. Nobody to produce what they want, nobody to build their homes, nobody to make sure their roads are passable, nobody to no. They need at least what? What 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 did the Georgia Guides don't say? Keep the population of humanity under five hundred million in tune with nature. It probably should have said keep humanity under five hundred million in tune with the wishes of the global elites. Because that would have been more to the truth. Okay. So, we're going to get into an article <clears throat> that backs all of this up. And I usually do the first half of my show with my thoughts. And then I do the backups. As in, these are people who add to what I have been telling you. And this is uh, an author I haven't taken something from for a while. But I have a lot of respect for and the research that's done by his team is always good. And I am very picky at what I take. And this is another article by Dr. Mercola. And the name of his article um, is just a little bit different than mine. Will the Internet as we know it disappear in the next year? I just got done telling you how the elites feel that controlling the Internet makes it much, much easier for them to eliminate a vast portion of humanity and control what is left. That's not a joke. That is an absolute fact. And this is what we have been alluding to or talking directly to for over 10 years in this project. But now it's so in your face. It's insane. But let's go over a few talking points, not necessarily the article, because I want to encourage you to go and read this McColl article. And the link to it will be um, in the show uh, 
article tomorrow. It will be embedded in there. And also this article is published on the Liberty Beacon. I have a partnership with Mercola and I do have the ability to republish their articles on the Liberty Beacon. So when you go to read this article, there will be a link in that article tomorrow and you will read it right off of the Liberty Beacon. And I thank you very much. But let's go over a few points as to what is seen today. And it's not just by Dr. Mercola. It isn't. It is a discussion Dr. Mercola had with Whitney Webb, who I consider to be someone who does great research and great presentation. So let's get into this, all right? <clears throat> and again, the title of his article is, Will the Internet as we know it disappear in the next year? So, I'm going to call these talking points, but they're really not. These are discussion points. And we are going to take each one of them, and I believe there's five or six of them, and we're going to break them apart. And what I'm going to leave is just about 80% of his article for you guys to go and read. Will I imply a lot of what's in it? Yes, I will. Am I going to sit here and read a five-page article to you? No. Are there some absolutely brilliant parts in that article? This is what we will be discussing right now. Not word for word. Roger will have his opinion in there. But you will know exactly, exactly what these two are covering. So let's go to the first point. Choosing between Hamas and the Israeli Defense Forces is a false choice. Listen to me. Choosing between Hamas and the Israeli Defense Forces is a false choice. The side we should be on is the side of innocent civilians, regardless of where they live. Only by being against war will we stand against the correct enemy, because ultimately, most, if not all, wars are fought for the benefit of the central bankers and the globalist elites or their allies. Let me ask you a question. Doesn't that sound a hell of a lot like what Roger's been telling you for how many years now? It feels good to know when Whitney Webb and Mercola sit down and have a discussion and they talk openly about what I have been telling you for a decade. And both of these people have a high level of credibility. Yeah. Again, choosing between (coughs) Hamas and the Israeli Defense Forces is a false choice. The side we should be on is the side of innocent civilians, regardless of where they live. How many Palestinians are literally locked into where they are with very little chance of getting away, yet they are being bombed day after day after day. Missile strikes, bombs, the whole nine yards. How many thousands have died with the vast majority of them being young children and women? None of them are killing Israelis. None of them. And the disproportionate death that's being handed out is nothing short of genocide. But I started this all off, if you remember, earlier in the conversation by stating anybody who believes that Israel was not aware that this was going to happen is a freaking moron. Israel knew exactly what was going to happen. Hamas planned it. There are those out there who will tell you that Hamas is an Israeli creation and that this was a false flag event set up to do exactly what Israel is doing to Palestine right now, to Gaza. That this is a false flag event. It's being called Israel's 9-11 How many of you in America, especially people listening to this show, know beyond a shadow of a doubt that 9-11 was a false flag event? How many of you have heard of the dancing Israelis who danced on a bridge a couple of miles away as they watched the towers fall and crumble to the ground, celebrating, jumping up and down, whooping and laughing? How many of you? So to say that Israel didn't have a part in the biggest false flag event held against American citizens in modern history, if you say that, you're a freaking moron. So to think that they're not going to kill 
a thousand of their own citizens to make sure they can go through and commit genocide in Gaza? You're an idiot! They killed over 3,000 Americans. They were responsible for the death of over 3,000 Americans. But they wouldn't do it to their own people, would they? If you think that, you're a moron. Okay. Those who side with more warmongers, and we're back to one of um, uh, the points from the article. And his second point, Mercolus, is those who side with warmongers choose enslavement and the destruction of mankind. As the saber rattling in the Middle East is a tool of further centralized power and control over the global population. In order for, hey, the Great Reset to happen, it wasn't happening quick enough. Do a little research, people. Put in Global Reset in your search engine and find out how many of them are attaching the increased speed of the Global Reset since the war started in Israel. How many? But again... This is all about those civilians just crammed into Gaza, um, rising up to go out and just for no reason at all start killing Israelis. None of this happened. None of it. But again, if, (laughs) if you talk to most people out there who have done no research at all and all they have listened to is those in our government who hold it dual citizenship with Israel, which should never be allowed, or those who get reelected every year because Israel puts a massive amount of money into their reelection fund, APAC, or, and I could go on and on. These are the people that are going to say everything I'm telling you is a bunch of crap, when in fact everything you're hearing from me is an absolute. How do I know that? When Dr. McCullough puts his name on something, he makes damn right well sure he can back it up. How about the next point? The next action item in the globalist takeover includes a cyber attack on the banks before the end of 2025. Listen to me, (laughs) because I've already been talking about this. The next action item in the globalist takeover includes a cyber attack on the banks before the end of 2025. The cyber attack will destroy the current banking system and usher in, by necessity, quote unquote, programmable central bank digital currencies and eliminate privacy online, requiring everyone to have a digital identification tied to their ISP. In other words, when you go online, it doesn't matter what you do or where you go, they will know. And if you think they're going to have 50 million people looking at all of this, no. Because a vast majority of this is already handled by artificial intelligence, and that's being ramped up at a pace you can't even imagine as we speak. What they're talking about is everything will be looked at, okay, on this digital system. We will get into even deeper in just a few minutes. All right. So, in other words, basically what they're saying is the cyber attack will destroy the current banking system and usher in the programmable currency. One we know that is absolute tyranny because nothing you do in your life going forward, nothing, unless you set up a barter system in your local community, everything you do, eat, sleep, buy, go, wear, watch, will all be a part of artificial intelligence, which will pretty much rate your threat factor. How about all online activity will be surveilled and analyzed, here we go, by artificial intelligence and the data used to prevent crime before it happens. Jeez, my God, I wasn't even looking at that. Isn't that what I just said? Let me repeat what Mr. McCullough, what Dr. McCullough just said. 
All online activity will be surveilled and analyzed by artificial intelligence and the data will be compiled and used to prevent crime before it happens. Well, if it hasn't happened and you come and arrest me, what are you going to tell me? There's a possibility that a year down the road you could do something and will cause the death of somebody. So we're going to put you in the electric chair tomorrow. Of course, I overstated that just a little bit, but I'm hoping you all understand exactly what the intent of my stupid comment was. So again, all online activity will be surveilled and analyzed by artificial intelligence and the data used to prevent crime before it happens. You're going to be accused. You're going to be charged. You may be found guilty before you've ever done anything because what AI said because of what you did online. Every single bit of it recorded, every single bit of it considered. That's not all. Black crimes will also have ramifications. Listen to me. Black crimes will also have ramifications potentially resulting in seizure of private property and or removal of privileges previously understood as human rights. But when you go to global governance, you can't be complaining about your constitution, can you? Can you? Because not all countries across the planet are human rights seen in the same fashion. Okay? So all of this is being done by artificial intelligence. And it's saying, we don't like the way you think. Thought crimes will have ramifications potentially resulting in the seizure of private property and or of privileges previously understood as human rights. Let me ask you a question. Who's the judge and the jury? Isn't that artificial intelligence? What does an artificial entity have any sweat at all by removing human rights. They ain't human. They're going to be given the ability to send you down the crapper in a heartbeat. How about one more? How about everyone must now choose between enslavement or freedom? Not making a conscious choice is itself a choice. If you decide you ain't going to make a choice, you just make one. If you choose freedom, you need to make plans on how to exist outside of the slave system being put into place as we speak. And you need to support technical alternatives that offer complete privacy. Is there a different Internet out there than the one everybody uses? Yes, there is. Is there uh, are there cell phones out there that use different carriers, so on and so forth? Not Apple, not Google, not. Yes, there are. Is there technology that can help you to step aside from the tyranny? Yes, it won't isolate you from it. So you're still going to have to face it. But you may be able to communicate with those who are helping you to push back if you think about what may happen in the near future and you prepare for it. And this is exactly what Mercola is telling you. I'm going to give you the first paragraph he writes because this is what he says. Dr. McCullough says, in my mind, Whitney Webb is one of the best investigative journalists on the web and does meticulous research on topics she, on any topic she focuses on. In the conversation he had with her, Marty, or Marty Bent had with her of TFPC Bitcoin podcast interviews, they discussed exactly what I'm talking about here, people. They discussed the fact that the Internet is going to step up as the most powerful tool in the elitist toolbox. And why can they do that? Well, they have spent the last how many years, 30 years, 40 years, making how much of humanity dependent on 3G, 4G, 5G? Uh, yeah. On the Internet, how many of us? And if it gets shut off tomorrow which they're expecting, it will be shut off temporarily when the banks get attacked in 2024. And when they shut the Internet off, when it comes back, it will be a whole different entity. And this is what we're discussing. Your freedom on the Internet, what you enjoy now, will not exist after that temporary Internet shutdown. And are they guessing? Whitney's saying it could be anywhere from days to weeks. We will see. 
But what that tells me and you is that going forward, the Internet, which has been our friend and our ability to get the word out around the tyranny and the treason, may be something that they are taking out of our basket. So if we don't step up or if we don't look for alternatives and we don't do it soon, we may be losing 95 percent or more of our voice. Anybody remember? I don't know. Shortwave. Anybody remember CBs? How would it feel to go back to those days? Not joking, people. Time to step up. Time to be a part of this or stop complaining because the time may come very soon when you don't have the Internet for anything, even your entertainment. If you could pick the one thing that, I don't know, affects most of humanity today in the biggest portion. The Internet is global. The Internet is international. The Internet has no boundaries. The Internet is something we are all far too used to and depend on way too much. It has now become a liability. It has now become a weapon. It has now become the biggest tool in their box, and they know it. Stop. Think about what's going on. Look around you and see what you can do to help. It's not getting better, people. They know the Great Reset isn't happening fast enough. They know the world isn't changing fast enough. They actually know that a lot of people are dying off and they don't want you to focus on that. All of these things have culminated in a point where they need to take our ability to communicate away. Because until they do that, we can formulate plans. We can sit here in America and talk to people in Australia about doing a protest. We can sit in England and talk to people in New Zealand about, you know, who they shouldn't do or what they shouldn't do or what their government's doing that they don't know about. We can sit. In other words, they need to shut us all up because at that point, all you know about is what's going on in your neighborhood and what your newscaster is telling you on your TV because your internet is dead. Stop and think about this, people. And if it's not dead, you're so limited on it, it's not worth it. Unless you want to see some porn, watch a few old movies, then it's probably cool. Yeah. No, that was a joke. But it wasn't a joke. That's the only thing you ever use the Internet for. Again, if that's the only thing you're ever allowed to use the Internet for. Again, who won? Who won, people? They've shut you up. This is America, people. They're not supposed to be able to do that. Want to bet they will or try to. Talk to you again next week, and thanks for being here. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly.
cows too. Ezop LLC 417-932-6419. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.